you've got God working for you today? Yes. Are you going to get it? Are you going to get it? Yes. Are you going to get it? Yes. I'm going to get it. Amen. Don't let the enemy steal anything from you that God wants to give you. Amen. Isaiah 41, we're going to be reading this morning one passage of scripture, verse number 10. Everybody there? There. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Could I read it again? Yes. Yes. Let's let the word of God permeate our being. As we allow it to have effect on us, it's got a transforming power that's in it to change things. It can change situations in your life. It can change circumstances in your life. It can change your outcome on everything that faces that you face and that faces you. Fear thou not. For I am with thee. Be not dismayed. I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, or yes. I will help thee. Yea, or yes. I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Pray with me this morning. Father, I ask that you would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you. The eyes of our understanding being enlightened that we would know what's the hope of your calling and what's the riches of the glory of your inheritance in the saints and what's the exceeding greatness of your power to us to believe. According to the working of your mighty power, which you wrought in Christ when you raised him from the dead and set him at your own right hand in heavenly places, and ask that you would grant us according to the riches of your glory to be strengthened with might by your spirit in our inner man, that Christ may dwell in our hearts by faith, that we, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what's the breadth, the length, the depth, and the height, and to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge, so that we'd be filled with all the fullness of God. Holy Spirit, I ask you for divine utterance this morning. I ask that you would help me to communicate the heart of the Father, to us, your people. I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, there's something that you'll find all throughout Scripture. Every time that you come in contact with God or the things of God, there might be something that's... Because we're... We live in two kingdoms. You say, well, how is that? Did you know that the kingdom of heaven is inside of you? The kingdom of God is inside of you? Yep. Although you walk, we walk in this natural realm. So not only, it's like, it's like having dual citizenship. 
in dual citizenship, not only are you a citizen of the United States, and everybody in here is a citizen of the United States, but you are more than just a citizen of the United States. You are a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. And there's things that you have that other citizens don't have because you've got dual citizenship and you walk in things that they do not possess. They can possess them. They've been made available to them, but they don't walk in them. The only way that we can walk in those things first is to be born again and second is to realize that those things are made available to us. See, there's a lot of people in the, in the body of Christ that are, that are not stupid, but there's a lot of people in the body of Christ that are ignorant. Now, ignorant, so don't get, don't get your feelings hurt. Let me explain it. Ignorance has to do with, I just don't know. Now, do you know everything that there is in the Bible? Well, you could mark off on the list that I'm ignorant. There's things in the Bible that I don't know about. Are there things in the Bible that you want to know about? Yes. And if I can find out about them, they will change my life if I will give place to them. Things don't have to be the same old, same old, same old. If you're just after it in the natural because you're a citizen of the United States, it's a good chance it'll stay the same old, same old, same old. But if you're after it because you're a citizen of the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of heaven lives inside of you, you've got great potential because all we've got to do is get a hold of what God said act on what God said and stay connected with what God said and you'll find yourself like the, like the fellow I used to work with. He said, there's something about you boys from Carolina that's different. You say, well, what is that? He said, y'all just like a cork. You ever been fishing? When I was a young man, my, we, had a, we had a big pond up at my granddad's farm. It was at the head of the road. You know why they call it the head of the road? Because that's where the road stopped at one time. It was the head of the road. But in this, when they put fish in it, we used to, when I was a little fellow, we would get old bread from the grocery store and go out there and throw that bread. And you could see the fish come up and bite. And I learned how to fish with a cane pole. Now on a cane pole, and cane pole fishing, it's different than it is with a rod and reel. You're limited to how far you can go out but you've got to pay attention with what's going on on the end of that line. Because if you're not paying attention, they would eat all of your bait and you would still have no fish. But there's something that would happen. You could see that something was happening by you look at the cork. And the cork, you'd see it start moving in the water. But every once in a while, you'd see that cork not just move, but you'd see it go down like this. And when it went down like this, and this thing, brothers and sisters, you have fish on the other end, or a good potential for a fish. Now, what this man was saying was that sometimes in life you'll have things that pull you down underneath of the water. And you may feel like you can't make it. You may feel like you can't breathe. 
you might feel like you can't overcome. But he said, you boys from Carolina, he said, y'all just, just like a cork. All that cork has got to have to do is something break the resistance and it'll pop back up because it's got a buoyancy inside of it. I want you to see yourself that way today as a child of God. There is a buoyancy inside of you, not because you're a citizen of the United States, but because you're a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. And the kingdom of heaven is always buoyant. And it will always upright itself, and it will always have the potential to bring you to the top. You just can't turn loose of it. You've got to allow it to work in us. To side in with God. Believe God. Brothers and sisters, there's a lot of things that we don't know. Walk in the light that you have and believe God for more light. What am I talking about? Believing for more bulbs in the light fixture? No. Every piece of truth that you get a hold of is light. It's all light. We've got a Bible full of light. But just because we've got a Bible full of light doesn't mean that we have possessed all of the light. Although it's, it's, inside, it's, it's resident in the Word of God. But this Word's got to get off of those pages and into this, this page. And this morning, I, there's some things that I want us to see from the Word of God that I believe that they will inspire you I believe that they will transform you because of some things that God says about himself and about a lot of times the way that we walk. But I think we'll get some revelations this morning that we don't have to walk some of the ways that we have been walking in the past. And just because we have a natural tendency to, to drift one way, see yourself like that cork. You have a, you have a tendency to drift down. But God's tendency is never to drift down. God's tendency is always to pull you up. To get you from a place where you are to a place where you need to be. Amen? Because God is for me, not against me. And I think we can get the, some of the revelation of this right after, out of this one passage of Scripture. I was amazed, Teresa, when I started looking at it. Because I was wanting to go to the latter part of it. But I found out that the, that the first part of the verse was just as good as it, almost better than what the latter part of it was, where I thought that that's where I wanted to be. When I saw it, there's some things here I believe that will revolutionize your life. Let's take it a step at a time and see if we can work through the scripture and see what the Spirit of God will speak to us because I believe that the Spirit of God will transform Renew our minds. I thought like this for so long, but today my thinking is going to change. Have you ever heard this saying about, about people? It's a bad tide that don't never change. It's a hard-headed head that won't never listen. Today, I'm not going to play the part of the fool. I'm going to listen to what God says. Because if I will listen to what he says, I can have what he says. And let's see the way that this transpires just in this one verse of Scripture. Now, we won't exhaust it. 
I believe scriptures like this are preached on all throughout eternity. We think that we've heard all of the words. God will be speaking words in, in heaven and for all eternity. Say, so where'd that word come from? Where'd that word come from? You just don't know just how big our God is. Amen? Amen. Fear thou not first. Or let me put it in today's language. Don't fear. Don't fear. Now, let me ask a question. You don't have to answer it out loud, but I would do want you to think about it. Have you ever had fear? Sometimes does fear plague us. Sometimes does the unknown get the best of us. And God says right here, don't fear. So, what do we say about something like that? Would we say I'm in rebellion against God because I'm in fear? I don't want you to push it to that extreme. But I want to stop right there and I want us to focus on something else because most of the time we want to change something on the same level that we're on. And if you're going to change something, you're going to have to change it from another level. You're going to have to have a higher thought. You're going to have to have a higher revelation. You'll never change it just on the level that it is. So if you, want, if you think that you're going to have the power of mind over matter, changing it on the same level, fear not. Well, I'm just not going to be scared. I'm not going to be scared. I'm not going to be scared. You know what's going to happen? You just, re you just rehearsed your problem. I'm not going to fear. Who's all of the emphasis on? I'm not going to fear. Who's all of the emphasis on? All of the emphasis is on me. Did you know you'll always come up on the short end of the stick? Every time you come to the draw, you'll always get the short stick. But there's a way to change things. And if we're going to change things, we're going to have to side in with God and do it his way rather than our way. Now here he's, he's telling us something. And how many know it would be a good thing not to fear? Yeah. When you were dealing with fear, did it cause any stress to you? Oh, it caused stress to everybody. Did you know that medical science has said, say, said that stress is unhealthy? Avoid it at all costs. Medical science says it. it it's finally got on the page with God on some things. And he said, don't fear. Be not afraid. Same thing. Is it possible for that to happen in my life? And I'm going to answer that question for you. Yes, it is. But there's something that has to happen in order for this to take place. And a lot of times we'll read right over it and the answer right on the page.
just as plain as the nose on our face, and we don't see it. Let's see if we can answer this part of the question, this part of the equation. Fear not. How can I do this? Look at the next few words. <coughs> For I am with you. For I am with thee. I'm with you. Now I want you to get this picture. You may be going through the hardest place you've ever been in your life. You can't see the next step in front of you. All of these things weigh heavy on your mind because you just don't know. And those, that, that place like that is perplexing. I don't want to take anything away from it. It's very real. But there's something that we as the children of God and God as our Father wants us to see that we get on the page with Him. Now, I'm going to stand right here and I'm dealing with my problem. And it may be overwhelming to me because I'm dealing with my problem. And God takes and he makes a statement. He says, I am with thee. Now, he said that from a distance, but it's still just as much the truth as if he were standing right here. But there's a picture that he wants us to see that many times we overlook. And that is, Lord, I'm dealing with this. And this is big and this is heavy. It's perplexing to me. And then God steps <coughs> right here beside me. And I look at him and he looks at me. Do you think that would change circumstances? Do you think that would change situations? When you knew that God was right there with you, do you think the outcome would be the same? I've heard about people that were, uh, the little boy that was being picked on. This, book, this guy was bullying him. And he was scared. And he he didn't know, but his big brother was over here, noticing everything that was going on. And his big brother walks over and gets right in between the little boy and the bully. So the bully's on this side of the problem, and the little boy's on this side of the problem, and he says, uh, you better pack your mess up and go on. You better leave him alone and don't mess with him no more. The little boy peeks out from the back yeah, you better do what he said. <laughs> because he was cocky because the confidence level had risen up because he knew that there was something that was there in between what he was facing and him. God says here, fear not, for I am with you. A lot of times we get so caught up in the natural that we forget 
And this is not a beat us up thing. Brothers and sisters, we've all been there. We've all been there. But God is raising us up. There's a kingdom that's inside of you. There's a God who lives inside of you. And he says, don't fear. Fear not. How can I do that? Because I'm with you. Now, let's change that from the little boy to this. Here I am facing this. My problem seems to be bigger than I am. And then God takes and he steps right in the middle of it. How does that change the equation? How does that change the outcome? Let me ask you this. Is anything too big for God? Is there any problem that he can't overcome? Oh, I didn't know it was that bad. God said, he said, I didn't know it was that bad. No, you'll never hear those words from him. Because it's not a big deal to him. Because he is all powerful. But a lot of times we think that's just me. Never walk alone, brothers and sisters. He's always there with us. Just because he's always there doesn't mean that we always recognize him. When we recognize him and acknowledge him, and let me let me give you a hint. If you'll start doing this on a regular basis, it will heighten your awareness of his presence. Don't wait until you're in a place when everything is pushing against you to try to do that. Because practicing his presence is important. If we'll learn to put the word of God in us in the good times, the word of God will come out of us in the bad times. If we practice the presence of God, acknowledging him, I, w I wake up in the morning and I, and, I, and I just tell the Lord, I do this on a regular basis. I say, Father, I, I just thank you for letting me be in your family. I thank you that I'm your child. And I acknowledge I acknowledge him. It would do us all well to do things like that. Don't let God be an abstract figure out here somewhere. Let him be the God of the universe right here living inside of me. And he says, fear not, for I am with thee. Not be like, oh God, where you at? Where you at? I can't find you nowhere. And if he was to say, boo. No. Acknowledging him. Acknowledging him. Acknowledging him. There's more to this verse than just that. Let's see if we can catch another truth. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. Have you ever been dismayed?
Things change when you're dismayed. What is this? How would we, would these emojis, what you wish to call them? I told Sandy, I don't know about these emojis. <laughs> what is this? Come on, help me. Smile. Or I. Happy face, happy face, happy face. Somebody that's dismayed, something's happened. Instead of this, come on, work with me. I'm dismayed. Something has changed the picture. What's changed the picture? See, a lot of times we just focus on the negative things that come our way. Instead of focusing on the what we do have and just how great he is. Let's see the answer for this one. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. Your problem is not your God. Your situation is not your God. What you're facing is not your God. Your husband, your wife, your friend, your spouse is not your God. Jehovah God is your God. Your job is not your God. God, let God be God. Let the focus be on Him and Him alone. If you don't, you will have multiple opportunities throughout the day to be dismayed, to be cast down. Because somebody, I promise you, will, will lick the sugar off of your candy. And you will have multiple opportunities to be offended. You will have multiple opportunities to have your feelings hurt. And a lot of times the people didn't mean it at all. But it's, it's an easy thing to happen. It's an easy thing to happen to all of us. Or circumstances. I woke up this morning everything was going well. But before 10 o'clock everything turned around. Have you ever had that happen? Absolutely. And a lot of times that dictated the way that the rest of our day was going to be. You know why? We had to focus on the wrong thing. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. Lord, I may be facing this. I might be going through this. I might be dealing with this. But you're still God. And if God is still God, then my circumstance can turn around and change. Just as it changed one way, brothers and sisters, things that we face in life are temporal. They come from the word temporary. They're subject to change. They're subject to change. Let's get our focus where it needs to be. God said, I am God and I change not. All you got to do is get your God involved in 
your situation and your situation can change. So instead of letting the rug be pulled out from under us, that our focus is not on what I'm dealing with, not on what I'm going through, but my focus is on my God. It will cause something to rise up in you. I heard this statement one time said, if the devil can't steal your joy, he can't get your goods. But you'll find it. in most cases when something happens to us and it affects us in a negative way, we will be emotional. <laughs> Not only this, but a lot of times, my mama would tell us when we were growing up, I hope your face don't freeze like that. You've heard of that, sister. I hope your face don't freeze like that. Now, wouldn't it? Now, that, wouldn't it be a sad commentary that we were saved and went through heaven all of eternity with our face froze like that? Mm. Ain't that a dreadful thought? I want one of them. I want a happy face. When I've got to live with something day in and day out for the rest of my life, let it be the good picture. Amen. Amen. Now, it doesn't stop here. But we've got some insight. See, God can't just be God out there somewhere. Here he said, I'm the Lord, thy God. It's a personal thing. Close. I'm allowing him to have an effect on me. Catch what he says now. I will strengthen thee. Lord, I don't have I don't have the strength that I need to make it through this. Here, here's a word from God. He says, I am your strength. And not only am I your strength, I will strengthen thee. I want you to catch this because a lot of times we've been religiously taught instead of New Testament taught. Mm -hmm. And not caught, not caught what the Word of God says. And even though this passage of Scripture is in the Old Testament, still painting a picture of things that are in the New. I will uphold thee. I will strengthen thee. <coughs> and then he says yea or yes a lot of times we've been told so much don't do this don't do that you can't do this you can't do that we're focusing brother on the things that we don't need to focus on we need to focus on the things that we can do don't do the things that you're not supposed to do do the things that you're supposed to do but shift your focus on the positive things. Look to the positive side of life. There's enough to depress you everywhere you turn. There's people that you will be in the room with that will want to suck all of the oxygen out of the room. 
and you'll be left there stifled. But here he says, I will strengthen thee, get on the page with him, and allow him to do what only he can do. But this, this here next word to me speaks volumes. Yea or yes. I'm for you, not against you. I don't feel like I can make it. I have little strength. And he says, yes, you do. You do have strength. Why do you have strength? Don't forget the first two parts in this here scripture. I'm with you. And I am your God. I am with you and I am your God. See, in order to benefit from the second part of this verse, we have to acknowledge the first part of the verse. Amen. But God says to us, yes, yes, yes. If God says yes, what should we say? Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let's get on the page with him. Yes. Yay. That's what it is. Yes. I will strengthen thee. Yes. Will you strengthen me, Lord? Yes, I will strengthen you. Will you make me strong? Yes, I will make you strong. Can I overcome in this area in my life? Yes, you can overcome in this life. Do I have to be a victim to this, although I've been a victim to it all my life? No, you don't have to be a victim. Yes, I will strengthen this. Catch what he's saying. Don't look at yourself as the victim. You may have been the victim. You may have been victimized. But look to yourself now because God is with you and he is your God. No more the victim. Victor. See yourself in a different light because he sees you in a different light. And he says, yes, when I say you're going to overcome, you are the victorious one. God says, yes, you tell them. You tell them. That's what they are. They're overcomers. They're victorious. And let something rise up in you. Start seeing yourself. Let it change the picture. Because if you always see yourself as the same old, same old, the victim, you'll never see yourself as the victor. God doesn't look at you that way. Why? Because you changed it. That's all the hope you had when you were in the kingdom of darkness. But you're no longer in the kingdom of darkness. If you're born again, you're in the kingdom of light. That's why we have to have our minds renewed to the word of God. So he starts changing the picture that we see. Oh, but he doesn't stop there. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee. Does God care anything about what I'm going through? Have you ever asked yourself that question? Where is God? Here I am, right in the middle of this. Where is he at? Brother.
brothers and sisters, God has been blamed for a lot of things that's happened in this world. He's been accused of a lot of things. But I'm going to tell you this morning, he's not your problem. He's your answer. Lord, where's my help? Sometimes it can be as simple as this. I'm not being honest with myself and honest before God with what I'm dealing with. And when we stay in that place, what we do, we tie God's hands from being able to do what he wants to do, what his heart longs to do, but it takes cooperation with us on our part. See, God is not the bully. He's not going to bully himself into your life to make you overcome. You will have to surrender. I will have to surrender to him in order to receive what he's got available to us for me to walk in. I will strengthen thee. Yes, I will help thee. Even when we feel like we are not, you ever feel like you're in something that's just all you by yourself? And I'm walking out this thing all by myself? I'm not going to tell you that your feelings aren't real, but I am going to tell you that your feelings are wrong. I'm not going to tell you that your feelings aren't real, but I am going to tell you that your feelings are wrong. And we can prove it out. It don't take much to prove it out in the Word of God. Because he said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Now, if he will never leave thee nor forsake thee, whose feelings is wrong? Is it the truth? I have to believe the truth in order to be set free. I can't believe a lie and be set free. I've got to believe the truth. They will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. You'll never be free believing a lie. You'll only be free believing the truth. But he doesn't stop there. You say, well, Lord, am I, am I, I feel so all alone. And he said, I will help you. I will help thee. I don't feel it. Did you know that sometimes you've got to push your feelings aside and believe what God said? Amen. When he said, I will help thee. So I feel like I'm all alone in this. Nobody cares. Nobody understands. For first place, that's another big lie. There are people that do care. Mm -hmm. There are people that's praying for you. Yes. Mm -hmm. There are people that's believing God for you. Mm -hmm. Thank you and if there was nobody else believing God with you or for you, God is with you. Mm -hmm. yes. Amen. 
And that's a relationship that needs to be kindled and developed. That no matter what, don't you put your, don't put all of your stock just in people. You put your stock in God. People can move, people can change, people can pass away. God never changes. Here's another yay or yes. Will God help me? Yes. It would do us well. I'm facing this. God, will you help me? Yes, you will. Believe that. Reinforce those things inside of you. I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. I want you to get a picture here. Sometimes we can feel so crushed, so weak, so perplexed, so cast down. But I want you to see a different picture. Curtis, I need you to help me. Now this is going to take a little imagination or role play. Yeah, do that. He was cast down. He was perplexed. He was weighted down. I want you to all, all bent over, scrunched up with what he was dealing with. But I want you to get this picture of God. He's caring. He's loving. And he does something to him. Now I want you to, I want you to imagine one of these here puppets. You've seen those uh, puppets that are on a string that they work with the little sticks up on top of them. And when they're, when the, uh, when they're not in the puppeteer's hand, if you lay them down, they're just collapsed and they're like this. But once they pick them up, that God picks him up with his right hand. And he lifts him. And he changes, he changes things. And then... He starts working in different areas of his life, and you'll see this hand that was down, you see that hand that was raised, that hand that couldn't do nothing, you come to life, change expression on your face. <laughs> With the right, see that as God. He's got his hand inside of him. He's got his hands controlling the strength, however you want to picture the puppet. And he can do things when we're in cooperation with him that only God can do. Amen. He upholds me or he holds me up with the right hand of his righteousness. I've got something I want to read to you this morning. I think it would, it would do us well. It blessed me, so I want to bless you with it before we go today. This has come, come out of a devotional. Scripture for this was, we've got two scriptures that's, that's going to be here. First one is, I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. Psalms 118.17. Several years ago, a woman came to one of my crusades. When she saw what the Bible said about healing, she started shouting. I didn't pray for her. She just jumped up and started shouting. I stepped back and let her holler and shout. I noticed that the others seemed to be quite, quite blessed. 
Bible. The pastor said to me, Brother Hay, that woman and her husband are some of the wealthiest people in our area. They're worth billions. They're not Pentecostals. They belong to the First Presbyterian Church. After a while, the, ran, the woman ran down to the front. And we all praised God with her. When I dismissed the service, she came and thanked me. She said, well, I said, there's no use to thank me. Thank the Lord. Yes, she said, but you brought me the truth. My son is in UCLA Hospital. He's 21 years old. He'll be 22 in a few days. The doctors say he'll never live to see his 22nd birthday. That's a dark place. That's a perplexing place for a parent. He has an incurable blood disease. They've changed the entire blood in his system several different times. He's under an oxygen tent. He's hooked up to machines that keep him alive. But bless God, she said, God is on my side. He is with me. I'm going over to that hospital right now. I want you to know that my son will live and not die. I said, that's right. He won't die. She marched right over to that hospital. Aren't you glad that the story doesn't change right now? Here's a scripture. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yes, I will help thee. Yes, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. On the last Sunday night of the meeting, 11 days after I saw this Presbyterian woman, I was sitting on the platform with the pastor. I saw her walk in with a young man by her side. The pastor whispered to me, that's her son. Medical science said he wouldn't live to see his 22nd birthday, and it wasn't but a few days away. What changed? She got a hold of what the Word of God said. Did you know that the Word of God will do the same thing for you that it did for this woman? Let's see what it did for this woman. As the pastor was making an announcement, this woman jumped up and said, I just can't wait. I got to testify. She ran down the aisle and said to me, this is my son, Brother Hayden. Remember, I was telling you about him just 11 days ago. We've taken him in our private jet to one healing meeting after another. But when you read and quoted Isaiah 41.10 several days ago, 
I began to realize my authority. I began to realize that God is with me and there's no use in me being afraid. Brothers and sisters, doctors' reports are real. But don't let the doctor have the final say. Amen. Let what God said have the final say. If you hear just what the doctor says and forget what God says, there's a bleak outcome on the other end of most cancers. I will read. I will acknowledge and believe the report of the Lord. Yesterday, we were tearing off a roof. I ain't finished with this. We were tearing off a roof at Hard and Curve and Time. Word of God was helping. He said that he had bought a closed-in trailer of a fellow that had a brain, brain cancer, brain something or other going on in his brain. The doctors give him nine days to live. The man died. And the boy said, you just don't never know. I told Curtis, we were over on the backside of the chimney, and I said, I'm thankful we've got inside information. Don't never factor God out of your equation. Factor God in your equation. Because God is an outcome changer. Yes, he is. I began to realize my authority. I began to realize that God is with me and there's no use in me being afraid. After the service, I rushed to the hospital and laid my hands on my son. The doctor said, I don't understand it. The disease has gone into remission. Now it's not strange that an incurable blood disease or excuse me, now isn't it strange that an incurable blood disease suddenly went into remission? No, it's perfectly normal if you believe the Bible. Mm -hmm. This woman said, the doctors wanted, me, wanted to keep my son in the hospital for a little while. So I said, it would be all right. They ran all kinds of tests Every test came back negative, so they turned him loose. This boy looked the very picture of hell. This woman said, I'm so glad for the truth. Now, do you think that the truth is just for a select few? Or do you think the truth is for whosoever will? If I believe the truth, I can have what the truth says. If I don't believe the truth, it went right over my head. Brothers and sisters, let's not just be people that are attaining to the truth, but let's be people that embrace the truth, that we receive the truth. 
because when we receive the truth, the truth has the ability, the potential, the means within itself to make us free. Amen. Because the truth is contained with the power, or the power of God is contained in the truth. It worked in this woman. It'll work in you. It'll work in me. Why? Because I'm God and I change not. If I said it, said it, and I did it before, I'll do it again. Let catch that yay or that yes. Will I help you? Yes. Will I strengthen you? Yes. Will I uphold you? Yes. I not only that, I'll uphold you with the right hand, my hand of power, and I'll lift you up. You might feel like your feet are dangling, but he'll make you stand. Because you're standing in the power of God. You know that this, that that's when the truth works for you. When you get thrilled about it. Now, in this testimony right here, with the lady being thrilled about it, when she when she got a hold of that truth, it took up took on an expression. You know what expression was? She started hollering and she started shouting. She couldn't contain it because she had gotten a revelation. You know, a lot of times we want to be so dignified. <laughs> I got my little revelation. <laughs> Let's laugh with her. <laughs> The devil's a liar. He said you wouldn't ever get it. He is a liar. He said you don't have enough strength to overcome. You don't have to have enough strength. You've got in God. You've got God inside, and He's got all the strength. And it ain't all about you. It's all about Him. It's all about His power. It's all about His victory. Amen. It's all about His authority. But we're standing in Him. We're moving in Him. Amen. He's the changer of circumstances. The focus is not you. The focus is him. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's about him. You're, you're not God. Somebody else is not God. And you'll never be God. Realize that. But. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And let him do what only he can do. And let him do in you what only he can do in you. But I can tell you this. Yes, he wants you to overcome. Yes, he wants you to be victorious in every situation and circumstance of life. He's the God who's more than enough standing. Let's acknowledge him. Father, you're my father. You care about me. 
You care about every part of me. I refuse to be afraid because you're with me. I acknowledge you and I give place to you. I reverence you. I will not be dismayed for you're my God and you don't have no dismay. You strengthen me. Strength, that I walk in your help, that I walk in your righteousness. 